0: and welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. I'm Allie.
1: And I'm Jessica.
0: Today we're going to switch it up just a little bit. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode. We're going to go over what we're calling our true journey. Okay, so we're going to go through it in this episode, but you can also check out our own individual days, whether it's a good day or a bad day. We're going to be posting it all throughout this week. So if you like and subscribe, check us out on Instagram and um, we'll get into it. So starting off with our true journeys, um, we all go through good days, bad days, and we want to be able to show you guys the real and the raw because we preach a lot and we say so many amazing things that you guys can use and that we use on our day-to-day basis, but we also struggle and it's not that easy to just fall into place with it um, so we're gonna go ahead and just tell you what it's like
1: yeah so I came up um, I was thinking about this the other day when we were together last week and it was so much fun and I got to thinking um as we were having our um interview with Alla I mean she's such an amazing inspiration with her kids and just the journey she's been on and I got to thinking about myself And just, um, do I really practice what I preach and what we're doing and, you know, going through the workbook that we've started announcing to everyone and what that means and what that is. And, um, I really, you know, got to thinking, what is our true journey? Like, what is it that we are telling people that they should do or how they can be better are we really doing it ourselves? And so um, came up with this idea to put ourselves out there and it's pretty scary because it's life and it's our everyday, Um, but I think it's real. And so um, letting people know that, you know we're not just saying what we're saying and expecting you to do it, but we should probably do it ourselves. So it all it
0: all just comes down to trying, and we try to do our best every single day. And it's not it's not easy. We we have our own routine. We'll meet um, every week, and we go over how we're doing. And we actually have our own workbook that we have been going through together, and breaking down why we think the way we do and how can we better think in our, you know, in our minds, how can we be learners and how instead of being a judger. Um, and it brings up a lot, it brings up past experiences that have shaped how we think now. And it's been hard, we've gone through and we cry every single time or at least I cry every single time. Um, And that's okay, because we've both gone through a lot as athletes, as students, as just friends, family, everything that we've gone through all of our different activities that we put into in life have all given us good and bad experiences that have shaped us to um, how we think now. And so it's really hard because we say, oh, we have all these good things, all these really, really good things that uh, we want to share and we want everyone else to be able to practice. But it's not going to come just like that. It takes time. And I know everything that I say, I have to practice. I don't do my affirmations every day, and I don't always. Work through um, my thoughts, and I do practice it when I am in my coaching situation. But when I'm home or I'm alone, it's not always that same thing,
1: right? And I mean, I know going through the life coach school and how that broke me down as far as learning how to deal with my thoughts and what my thoughts create, and just learning that piece. it's not easy and you have these thoughts and you think this is real this is you know what is actually happening in your life and if you really break it down you can think maybe it's not maybe if i thought something different then um things would change and so i know even this week you know just getting ready for the holidays And that always brings up tons of emotion and there's lots of work to be done and extra work that's coming on. And I know even for myself, um, working with, with you, Allie, that, you know, we've, we kind of had a rough week and it's okay. And we have to understand that it is okay. It's hard. And yeah, sometimes there's lots of tears, but the cool thing is, is that because we've done all this work that we can take a breath and we can say, okay, hold on. Maybe I should have asked a different question. Maybe we just need to sit back for just a second and rethink what's happening and how we can make this better and what other things can we do that we can communicate. And I don't think looking back at this week, what we've gone through this week, I don't think a year ago, we could have made it. No. honestly.
0: I mean, I think three years ago, we couldn't have gone through it. Um, I mean, really it comes down to communication and we have always had trouble communicating. And it's usually one person comes off the wrong way and then the other person reacts. That's how we've always been. And um, doing a business together is challenging and we've been very lucky to have been going the last, you know, couple months and not really had any major fights, arguments, or things that like affected us to where we had to like stop or anything like that. We've been very, very lucky. And this has probably been our first big was downfall. I don't know if that's the right word for it or not.
1: Um, it just was just challenging because I think we're getting to that spot. And I don't sorry, I just cut you off, but um where when things get harder and get more challenging they get emotionally harder too and so we're kind of going to that next level and so when you go to the next level it's not easy anymore and so you have to figure out how to um plow through those challenges and i think that's where we're at
0: yeah and i think we're both very emotionally um involved in this and we're very very um ex- we're very excited and like we're putting out everything that we want we're putting into this and it's becoming a little bit more a little bit stressful and it because it is the, just the two of us we don't have any other outside help and there's a lot to do and um you know we're slowly trying to incorporate a couple more people in to help with us but it's, it's taking time. And so right now we're in this hard part where it's like, okay, we're so close to really just like stepping to the next level. Um, but we just got to hold on. We got to hold on for a little bit longer. So I'm going to switch it a little bit. I want to go over what a good day for both of us looks like. Um, I know both of our good days looks very different. Um, but mom, what For you, what is a good day that you experience realistically?
1: So, a good day for me is when I am in my routines. So, when I get up early and I journal and I do my meditations and I go over my day so that I am completely organized, I'm completely in a mindset of this is what I have to do. Um, I have taken my mental time to just get ready for the day and if I don't do that then it's a big there I, I have noticed a huge difference in fact I did that today and um just saying to myself I am amazing and I can do this and giving myself that positive um flow that's a good day for me what is your mental stuff that you do all the time so the biggest thing is my meditation in the morning and my journaling So that's mentally to me, when I journal, that's getting all my thoughts down on paper and because otherwise they're just sitting in my head, they're spinning. And, um, mentally, if I just let them sit there, then they just kind of explode and I get overwhelmed. And so that's so easy to do. So when I write it down, then I can kind of go through my steps of why am I thinking one way or the other? And. Um, work through it myself by getting it down. And then, um, you know, just doing my positive affirmations, you know, knowing that, um, you know, I am in the right place at this time. I, you know, am grateful. I am, um, I feel love, peace, joy, and happiness and gratitude each and every day. And um, being able to put myself in that positive, You know, sometimes when I'm meditating, I just smile and knowing that I smile creates that energy within me that I know I can keep throughout the day because I have, I have created that positive energy first thing in the morning so that I can create it all throughout the day.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, my good day definitely is very different and my good days vary. Um, sometimes a good day for me is just getting out of bed and getting ready um sometimes that's just how it is I will go through times where I'm like I'm just gonna spend the day in bed yeah I I will get I will get work done I will get what needs to get done done but I might just spend that time in bed while doing it um so sometimes just getting up like today I've had a very good morning I got up I took a shower. I did my skincare. I put, you know, I did my makeup. I didn't get to do my hair, but I, you know, I got up and I got ready. I brushed my teeth. I took my dog out. I made some sort of a breakfast. Um, but, you know, I did these little things and I rewrote my affirmations on my mirror. Um, and that's, that's really, that's a good day for me um that's just the little things most of the time if I just get stuff done that's just a good day for me um very different we also have very different mindsets I'm I'm a very much I like to work out all my problems inside my head um and that's not always the best thing and like you know that's something that I work on and we work on together um because I don't always find that writing it out makes me feel better. It doesn't always make me feel better, but I like to really just solve it internally. And that's just, that's just me um, because everybody functions, everybody does things differently. Um, but your days might look like one of ours or it could look completely different. But as long as you're seeing what a good day looks like for you. It can be the littlest things like Like I said, like getting out of bed, that can be a win for you or doing an extra workout. That could be a win for you, or it could be completing your list by 9 a.m. That could be a good day for you. It's going to vary. And as long as you have a good mindset through it and you're saying, okay, I feel good about what I have accomplished this morning or what I've accomplished today then it's a good
1: day. Yeah, everyone Everyone varies. Um, I think if you um, kind of compare, you know, your days, like you said, Ali, if you stay in bed and, you know, you do get work done, but you just stay in bed all day, if you compare that to the days where you do get out of bed and you do, you know, take a shower and to put your makeup on and you do things outside of your comfort zone of your bed do you find that um that you're that you feel better or that you feel different
0: um I, I definitely would say it varies from day to day because sometimes I need to just stay in bed because my bed is my comfort zone and I've always been like that I've always loved eating and taking naps watching tv hanging out just like in the comfort of my bed that's just who that's just who I am I don't know why but it's a thing but some days I need um just a break from just getting up and so I like yesterday I spent the day in my bed but I worked the entire time and I had a really great day yesterday but I did spend it from the comfort of my bed sometimes I do feel like I get more accomplished when I get out of bed obviously um but I definitely think for me, in my mental state, sometimes if I'm like, okay, I think today I need to get everything done, but I'm going to stay in bed and do everything, then that makes me feel good. So it just kind of depends on the day.
1: Yeah, and I can see that. And I, I as we're doing this journey and as our thoughts, you know, we're thinking about all the things that we do and don't do or whatever, um, you know body is a big part of that, you know? And so I know that, um, a big part of my journey is, you know, losing weight and it's not really even losing weight. It's more for me being older, (laughs) it's more of building muscle and building, um, stamina and I've lost that over the years because my job, I sit for hours on end and I haven't taken the time. And so my journey now, you know, working through all this mental things that we've been going through and our journal and everything is I'm realizing that, you know, my body, I have to take care of it and I have to move. And so that's a big goal each and every day is to, is to move. and it's. You know, maybe it's just going and doing laundry, going up and down the stairs three or four times, or maybe it's taking my dog for a walk, or maybe it's going to the gym. But my goal every day now is to make myself move and to not sit for more than, you know, 30 minutes at a time. Um, but that's, you know, everyone's different. I understand that, but our body, mind, and soul are part of our journey altogether together. And we have to take care of all three of those to be really centered and, um, be able to really live a life that's all together. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've definitely learned because I used to think that I had to go to the gym and work out for an hour to two hours to be able to, um, feel accomplished with my body, which at one point in my life, that was what I needed. And it was perfect for my mindset at that time. But going from being an athlete, which I mean, I still am an athlete, but being an active athlete on a team to a coach, to just a day-to-day person, um, I don't, I lost that. I lost a lot of that, Um, especially after college. I was like, I can break, I can take a break. I can rest now. And sometimes it gets pushed to that extent. And I have consistently been on and off with going to the gym, but I've learned that I don't have to go to the gym for an hour and a half to go to like move my body, to make myself feel good, to, you know, tone my muscles, to lose weight, whatever it is to feel good. But I can just go on a walk. I can go, my, my boyfriend every single night takes our dog out. And in our comp, uh, apartment complex, it's a big complex. He walks around the entire, uh, entirety of it twice. And it's a good walk. And sometimes he'll run part of it with our dog as well. And so I've just taken, okay, I spent the entire day in bed. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have coaching that night or whatever. Um, I'm going to go on a walk with you. Or I didn't really do get much walking in today. So I'm going to go on that walk with you. Or sometimes I'm just still hyped after a practice and I'm like, okay, let's go on that walk. So it's just taking a little bit of time and it's really good for us too because that time that it takes us to walk around which is like 40 minutes. And we get that 40 minutes together to talk about our days to talk about anything and everything to just spend time together while also moving our bodies. So it's just finding the littlest things that make you happy and that are beneficial to you, that's moving your body. And I think that's probably one of the most like hardest and toxic things about going from being an active athlete to not playing for a a team or a school or anything is thinking that you still have to go a million miles an hour, a hundred percent all of the time, especially when it comes to working out, like it's not always that necessary. Find the little things that you can do that's still
1: keeping your body active. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know when when I got out of high school and didn't play basketball anymore, that's that's when I put the weight on because I didn't have that structured um, workout anymore. And you know, my knees were bad. My knees are still bad and getting worse. But um, yeah, when when you're so used to someone else guiding your days and you know your workouts and pushing you and you have that constant and that's why coaches are valuable they're valuable you know through school they're valuable afterwards if you can you know find a coach to keep you going after you um get done playing sports if you do um find it because i know for myself i went through a huge depression after after high school so that um because I didn't have that anymore. I didn't know what to do. And so it, it became really hard. And so, um, just any advice for any kids out there, you know, that, that are going through this and you're so used to having a coach, um, just, just mentally be prepared for that, that afterwards, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue to work out and, and keep your body or are you going to take a rest and how are you going to get back from that rest?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think getting back from that rest is the hardest. I know I've, I went through that um, and I'm continuing to go through that. But just find the little things that you can do that continues to move your body, um, even if it's going and playing whatever sport, you know, as a rec, find a team or just go play at your gym or whatever. I mean, I used to go play basketball and I mean I go play basketball with my uh co all the time or I used to go to the gym and play in the rec leagues and things like that just find something that makes you happy about moving your body don't do anything that makes you dread it because if you're going to the gym and you don't want to be there you're not benefiting yourself uh so mom I know we've talked about this a little bit and I know that you kind of wanted to share um being a parent and struggling with being active with your kid um you know we used to go to the gym all the time and I know there were certain things that I just knew that you wouldn't do with me or you or dad wouldn't do with me as well um not because you didn't want to but just because of physical abilities um which is totally fine and I never had any problems with it but like how do you as a parent cope with that because I know that was really hard like really hard for you It was, it was
1: really hard. Um, um, yeah, it was, I was so active and I, you know, basketball was my life, you know, growing up and to be able to coach and teach our kids, you know, the same skills and being physically heavier or because my knees weren't good. I, I, couldn't do all the things that I wanted to with you. And um, it was hard. It was mentally, physically hard. And I put myself down a lot because of it and um, beat myself up a lot because of it. Um, So it's just another self-confidence thing. Um, But I think that I've been able to grow enough that I'm not punishing myself for it now, but it's still there. You know, my granddaughter's now five and it's going to start playing sports and I want to be able to run and play and do all the fun things with her. And, um, so that's, that's part of this journey is to be able to, um, get my body to the point where it doesn't hurt all the time. And, um, my weight to the to where it can be where I'm like I feel free and I can do what I want to do I want to yeah. go to Disneyland and ride on all the rides and not worry about it you know
0: yeah I mean I know that's something that I watched you struggle with as we grew up but it was never for me it was never something that like I was butthurt about or you know I'd be like ding I, I would never say ding I wish my mom could do this with me unless it was like a ride, and you couldn't go on the ride or something like that. But like when it comes to sports, I never you because you guys, you and dad both, um, you know, dad with his back, he couldn't do everything with me either. Um, but I never thought like it was such a bad thing or a horrible thing that you couldn't do them with me because you guys were so supportive regardless and you guys always showed up and you guys would still take me to the gym and I would go work on whatever it was and you guys would be there you'd do what you could and you'd let you would just support me and that was like the biggest thing so i think if you're any kind of parent that might be going through this or not really sure how to support your kid because you might have physical limitations that's to- that's okay as long as you continue to stay there to show up and to support your kids You can't, you can't do anything else but that, because they're going to see that. I never, I never thought that they couldn't do it because they, I knew that it was because they physically couldn't. I didn't want to hurt them. It wasn't because they didn't want to be there. (laughs) So everybody has their own journeys. Everybody is going through what their own life, right? And we're going to share it with you. And we want to share it with you. Um, Today was just a little snippet of what we've been going through, what we have gone through, and we're going to continue to share it with you guys. Um, So again, this week, please check out all of our social medias. All of it is Let's Talk PMA um, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everything. We will have everything up for you guys to see. Watch us go through our own journeys and our good days, our
1: bad days, and um,
0: we can't wait to to share it with you guys.
1: We're going to be a little raw this week, so just be prepared, and um, hopefully that we can be a little bit of an inspiration to those going through the same things.
0: Yeah, and if you guys would like to share your true and raw experiences, please feel free to DM us, send us your own videos of what you're going through, just share with us because we want to be able to share with everybody else um the more experiences the better and again don't forget to like and subscribe um, we do have our workbook coming out here um, very soon very very soon we're super excited about it and um, we'll see you guys next week
1: thanks everybody have a great week